0: What can you do to improve your writing and build your network as a part of it? As a creative and professional writer, my time post-college graduation was just that, difficult to keep an upward learning curve that honed my craft and connected me with others in the field. So today, join me on a quest to connect writers to the experiences they need, with top authors, editors, and publishers ready to share their methods for success, become a part of a new elevated selection for publishers, and debunk the myth that while writing is a solo act, being a writer is not always solitary. Am I right? Hey friends, hey StorySmiths and writers, I am so excited to bring on another excellent guest for our show today. It just seems like our industry has an abundance of very smart and very willing to share and help um, writers. So, and and this one is a little different because he's both a writer and a publisher side. He's done both. Um, this is Rob Cosberg, and I would just love to hear um, if you don't mind giving a little background on um, who you are, um, what you do, if there's any... Um, Notable moments where you decided that writing was the path for you. Go ahead and share.
1: Sure, sure. Great to be on with you, Sheridan. Nice to meet you. Glad Spend some you. time with your with your folks today. Um, there's there's obviously uh, quite a story, but I'll start with what we do. Um, I founded a company called Best Seller Publishing. Uh, we ghostwrite. Uh, we do uh, publishing um, book launches, even larger ones like Wall Street Journal, USA Today. And uh, PR and media for our clients, and um, you know, help them to use a book to uh, make a bigger impact on the world and uh, and an income um, because you got to make some money if you want to keep impacting the world. Otherwise, you got to go get a job and you got to stop doing that. So, so that that's our company. And um, you know, I I don't know if I would. I mean, I'm certainly an author, I'm a Wall Street Journal bestseller, but. I don't know if I think of myself as an author as much as I think of myself as uh, a communicator, which is maybe a little bit weird. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. Happy to happy to go deeper on that if you like. No,
0: that's, that's great. That's a great outlook to have on it. I think, I mean, that's what we need, right? We need better communicators and we need people who are willing to communicate more. So I think that's an excellent answer. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you know, for for our clients, our clients are problem solvers. And so, you know, I I I know that everybody needs to know how to market their book and and get their message out there, whether it's a children's book or a fiction book. Most of our clients are solving a problem. I solve a problem with my writing. And so I guess that's how I think of myself as a problem solver, as a communicator in my in my writing.
0: Yeah, that's great. And I've read I mean, that genre, any kind of business help. I, I mean, there's been a Plethora of books coming out in the least, like what five years in the last sure, five years. Sure, sure. Um, that I mean, it's exploded, and I think it's going to continue to grow. It's a really, um, it's a really good industry to be in right now, and I think there's a lot that we can learn from it, whether you're a entrepreneur of franchises or if you're an entrepreneur of writing. So um, sure. definitely applicable for sure. Um, one thing I did want to have you share um, that I knew briefly about before is just the English teacher stigma is what I call it. That myth that if your English teacher tells you that you're not good at writing, then you're not, and you can't write a book. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Maybe that's why I consider myself a communicator or a problem solver, not a writer because my English teacher stigma is still on me. So yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've joked and I've shared, uh, you know, that my English teacher would roll over in his grave. If he knew that I was responsible for, you know, launching twelve hundred books for clients, and obviously, I'm being a Wall Street Journal bestseller myself. So, I think there there's an element of uh, you know of of uh, you know many many years ago, uh, people saying that uh, you know I couldn't or shouldn't or whatever. Uh, I don't take much of that seriously, though. I mean, I again, I I was trying to get a message out and. Uh, you know, I, even to this day, I have a lot of people on my email list. I have, I have a social following, and I will just type something out or put something in an email. Unfortunately, I don't spend a lot of time on spell check and Grammarly or any of that. And I get the. I get the grammar Nazis that are writers and authors and editors and and there's some of the ugliest people uh when it comes to my grammar not being proper or whatever. And we'll say things like how can I even take you serious as an author or serious as a publisher, you know, if you, you know, can't use a past participle correctly or whatever. And I'm like, I don't even know what that is. I don't care what that is. Uh, there are people That's that can do that correctly. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, you should remember writing is any kind of any kind of putting your putting your words out there to the world. It's about what you're telling. It's not about whether you put a period or a comma in there. But that is funny that you've been especially on social media, you think they wouldn't care about people. Oh, they hammer me.
1: They hammer me on all that. My emails, absolutely. I get it pretty regularly. Yeah. I usually just I delete them off my list. I block them because I'm like, okay, you know, I mean, I'm I'm doing this for you for free. You're not paying me any yeah. money. Uh Obviously if you don't like the way I'm writing. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Well, and something that you said is that you um you know, you're just you're just solving problems. And isn't that kind of what you do um as mm-hmm. part of your business? You're convincing other people that they really do have something to share and that they can share it even though they didn't, you know, graduate yeah. in that creative writing degree.
1: Yeah, I you know, it it is um It is sometimes very interesting and maybe even amazing that um, many very, very successful people will be very insecure about their writing and uh, they get stuck in uh, perfectionism. Uh, They're afraid of what their colleagues, uh, attorneys actually are notorious um, with this, or at least the attorneys that I've worked with, they're, they're terrified of what their colleagues will think of their writing. And I'm like, you're not writing for your colleagues, you're writing for customers, you're writing to solve People's problems. Uh, you're you're not writing to be seen by your peers. Uh, they will see, but that that's not the purpose of it. And so they're even even very successful people. there's fear uh, around the quality of the work.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I would I would say for sure. And I I think Rob's a good example of this. That if you have an idea and you do have some, I mean, you have credibility in it if you've got thoughts on you know, authoritative voice on, on any kind of subject that you're give it a shot. I mean, it can't hurt anything. Like you said, like, uh, like Rob offers, they've got ghostwriters. You've got people to help you along the way. And, and it can't hurt anything to just try and see how many people you can reach. And a lot of the time you can reach a lot, but that does have to do with marketing, which is another question that I wanted to bring up a little bit. Um, (laughs) I think people think that they write a book and then that's it. Um, and it's out there. Some people anyway, um but i know marketing plays a much bigger bigger role um yeah and so just to prepare people to think about you know what happens beyond your book um could you explain any kind of details or process that you have to do as a company to get um any kind of new publication known
1: yeah it's pretty significant um i'll I'll explain what we do but but before maybe just some mindset on it um you know, uh, Michelle Obama was given eight figures to write her book uh, not long ago, a few years ago. And she's probably, if not the most recognizable woman in the world, one of them, right? What did Michelle Obama do or what did she need to do when her book came out? I mean, she hit all the talk shows, all the podcasts. This is Michelle Obama. Everyone in the world knows who she is. And if, if Michelle Obama needs to do that, don't you think you do? <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. so, you know, um, for our average client, I mean, we, we do a significant amount of marketing depending on what it is that they want. Uh, we do paid advertising based on their genre. Uh, we do big social media campaigns. We do press releases to thousands of media outlets. Uh, we book them on podcasts, blogs, television shows, you name it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all to get them in front of their potential audience. Um, this is this is necessary for the most famous people that are writing books. So it's certainly necessary for for people like me and and my clients.
0: Yeah, absolutely. People like me would be in there as well.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> it, yeah. it it encompasses all of us. Um, and I think that's something that it's hard to know what how to prepare for that if you're a influential business person. Um, I mean, I would assume you have a following, but from your opinion, is it is it a better idea to get ready to be more active in your social media accounts? Is there somewhere else you can go to help get the word going before you, you kind of embark on that journey?
1: Um, yes, and yes, right. Uh, I mean, it's it's. Uh, I would probably say um, if your goal is to launch a book, and and you know you need a platform to launch it to especially if you don't know the advertising world and the PR and media world, then um, start with wherever you're most comfortable. Uh, If that's Instagram, Instagram. If that's Twitter, Twitter. If, If that's YouTube, if it's video, if it's a podcast, whatever, start there and be consistent. Um, you can use the content from your book, the ideas from your book. You can talk about them, expand on them, tell the stories behind it, etc., to start, you know, building your your following. But this is not something like it's not something that you do once and and then forget about it. I mean, Stephen King still writes books. Uh, he still promotes his books, and he's crazy rich and known all over the world, right, in his genre. And so. So we we just have to understand, like you're embarking on, you know, something that will change your life. Only if you make changes in your life to embrace those things and and mm-hmm. learn how to how to market yourself and your and your content.
0: And as as for the entrepreneur side, not just the writer side, um, those actively pursuing the next thing. Um, have you have you felt like the industry, the publishing industry, has been more difficult for you guys in the past year? There's been a lot of talk about COVID changing things. There's been a lot of talk about um, changing directions. Would you say that it's getting bigger, or has it been difficult to to get it out? No, there? I,
1: I'd say it's getting bigger and better. Um, you know, um, prior to Amazon and and prior to Amazon, you know, lowering the the gate of self publishing, um, mm. you know, the only people that ever got an opportunity to publish their work were people that already had a big following. Um, And that's true with traditional publishing today. I mean, if you go to a traditional publisher and you want a book deal, if you have an incredibly unique idea, they might entertain it, but truth be told, they don't even care about the idea as much as they care about your following. And that's Mm -hmm. because traditional publishers don't really sell books. They, they fund you to go sell your book to your platform that you've already built and developed. And so, you know, with the advent of Amazon where Amazon is this giant marketplace and, and it's the 800 pound gorilla in the space, they have people coming to their website every single day, a million plus eBooks a day sell. Um, and and already there's an audience where there are people typing in keywords to search for your genre. So if if you give Amazon what they want, uh, you can actually use Amazon. I mean, what we tell our clients is you don't need a, a platform um, to sell your book. We actually want to use our book to help our clients build their platform. And Amazon is one of the ways to do that.
0: And that's a really helpful perspective. I think that gets um, overlooked yeah. more than it should. I think that there's there's a lot to be said for if if you know what you're doing, Like Rob's team does, then you can get real far with what you have to say on Amazon, on these major platforms. Um, You don't have to always go the traditional publishing route, right? Um, Especially where your genre is a little more lucrative for that, where, you know, if you're writing in a fantasy book, that might be more difficult. But um, it is something to consider, I think, for listeners. It's something to think about um, as they consider going into going into writing. I know several businessmen, even locally around, um, that have been like, Oh, I've always thought of, you know, I should write a book about this. It seems like a problem people need to solve, but they just don't know where to go. So yeah, yeah, I think maybe just, just knowing, you know, start with what you're comfortable with. Like Rob said, try, see what you can, see what you can expand, see who you can influence and then just give it a shot. I think that's definitely worth considering for sure.
1: It is. I agree. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, um, Before we wrap up, I always ask this question, and I know you're a little more, um, your perspective is more unique, so this might take a different um, take, which is what I'm kind of, what I'm interested to hear from you.
1: Usually Um, I do take a different take, Sheridan, so let's see. That's why I wanted you on
0: the show. I wanted all kinds, all kinds. Um, So there seems to be a little bit of a secret sauce, even in entrepreneurship with successful books, Um, besides the marketing the writer themselves, is there a trait that you see in them? Is there a tendency that they have that seems to make them more successful than the others from your experience? Uh,
1: I don't think there's one. Uh, if I had to pick one, I probably could, but but I'll give you a couple that I see. Yeah. I, I think I think one, and, you know, I mean, I hate to be cliche or overused, but I think one is perseverance and, um, you know, I mean, it, it's it's difficult to do anything. It's difficult to have a successful business. Difficult to have a successful book. It's difficult to have a successful marriage. It's difficult to have a a, a long friendship. It, things that are worthwhile in life um, have ups and downs and challenges. And so, so perseverance and figuring it out is is one step. Um, if you have money. You're better off going with a company that you can write a check to because they've already figured it out and they're going to save you money in the long run. That's why I started my company. If you don't have money, then you have to use the other resource that you have that's more valuable than money, and that's time. And that's the time to figure it out. And so the only way you're going to do that is if you stick with it, um, if you persevere. So that's number one. I'd say maybe if we got a little more granular on it, I would say, um, though, authors that, that seem to do the best are are very outspoken, and they're not afraid of ruffling feathers, and they're not afraid of uh, taking a stand against the grain, um, and and raising awareness um, uh, for whatever it is that that they believe in. Um, if you want to write a diet book, and you believe that all diets are great, then you're probably going to write a terrible diet book. Um, the best diet books are books about keto, and they say being a vegan is is like, you know, worshiping the devil and, and, and vice versa. Uh, the best right. books are vegans say that, that people that do keto are going to die of a heart attack in 33, you know, there take a stand and, and provoke emotion and, and build a, a platform based on, you know, your, your passion and and not being afraid of being outspoken. That's a little more granular perseverance, I guess, is a m- little more general, but, those are the two things that that come to my mind for those that tend to be the best, you know, the most successful at marketing and and their books selling and being successful.
0: Yeah, I think both of those are great. I I uh, have been taught both in the past, especially with your you know putting your opinions out there and sticking with them. But I do think that you'll attract the people who agree with you, right? Or the people who are interested in what you had to say. And then you'll yeah. naturally weed out the ones who aren't your audience anyways. Yep. Right. So
1: they're not going to buy so, anything from you anyway. <laughs>
0: so <laughs> who, you, who cares? Yeah. Right. Like they're, your, like your grammar Nazis. They're not, this is not their, their market. It's right? not
1: their thing. Absolutely. Which,
0: which so niching, I know you have, I know you have thoughts on narrowing your niche. Oh Yeah. Uh, Uh, definitely in the writing industry i've been told you know just make sure that it appeals to a lot of people but i think that gets taken a little too far sometimes Um, not sometimes all the time all the time all all the time that's what you've seen
1: um everybody comes to me or most people come to me thinking that they need to write you know a book to the largest you know possible audience to get their message out and and the truth is uh, the truth is the exact opposite. Um, now, look. Obviously, if you have a big following and you're outspoken and and you're working in the industry that you're in and whatever that that is, mm-hmm. then then writing a book um, to a very big very big platform like a Tony Robbins on success or whatever, of course uh, that that makes all the sense in the world, but. But no, I mean, you're much, much better off narrowing it down as much as you can to speak to an audience that you can solve a really specific problem for. And look, um, I mean, we'd like 100,000 or a million books to sell, but you and I know how few books really do that. I mean, it is there's only a handful of books in the United States that ever sell more than a million copies in any given year. And I'm talking about usually less than on one or two hands. Um so
0: and everything else is involved the market all the attending of everything
1: like it's not just the copies that are selling themselves either No not yeah. at all it's it's massively massively difficult um what i would rather do at least in the beginning is you know if if i can help an author make a million dollars and only have to sell 5000 books to do that that to me is a much easier simpler better prospect and Um, you know, my, my book has done well, it's sold about 75,000 copies in the last three years, which is very, very good. Hmm. You know, it hits some good lists, but more importantly, it's generated about $4 million in revenue to my company. And, and that's not via royalties clearly, right? The book is not selling for thousands of dollars a copy that, that is from me solving a problem and them coming to me and saying, I know you solve this problem. You're the expert on it. How much is it to solve that problem? And so the more narrow you can get um, with solving a problem, the more opportunity you're going to have to get a big check. And then you know what? You can go and reinvest that money into building your platform, reaching a bigger audience, writing a, a, a book that, I mean, I'm, I'm writing uh, more um, less narrow, not more general, but less narrow books myself mm-hmm. um, simply because my audience has grown. That, that's okay. You you can stair-step this thing.
0: Yeah. I, mean, I think that's, uh, I've definitely been conflicted in the past with that. I think, I mean, you don't want to hit nobody, but if you have a problem that can be, and you think you have a solution to it, I feel like we're all humans. We all have problems. Yeah. So yeah. they have to overlap eventually. And um, so if you're seeing a common problem that isn't being solved, then I can guarantee there's lots of others who have seen that same problem, but they just don't know how to solve it yet.
1: Yeah yeah, yeah absolutely. and sometimes people don't know the right questions to ask themselves to even know what problems they solve um mm-hmm. gosh I hate to say this but you know too many people want to write their life story and no one cares about your life story I hate to say that but they don't know you they if they don't know you if if, if you're not somebody that's on their mind maybe your children do and and your family members and whatnot but even them, I mean, my kids are adults. I don't think they've read any of my books. Um, and maybe they will after I die. But so, so don't. You have to be more narrow than just writing your life story. Think in terms of the problems that you solved living your life story, and then write with that in mind. Right now, now somebody comes across your book, your title, and they're like, "Wow, this person overcame depression." without medication I would like I I would like to know how to do that and and now they're reading your story of how you did that that that's more meaningful than the Rob Cosberg story which who the heck is that guy I I ain't got no time for that so anyway just just a thought there about yeah narrowing the
0: solution tell them that you've got something for them that's going to make their life better
1: yes yes yeah Yeah, you you have that you just need to pinpoint it and then express it
0: that's great thank you um ah, yeah absolutely true i wouldn't have anything to add to that (laughs) Um, as we're wrapping up here i just wanted to ask our last question which is um do you have any overarching advice or thoughts for people who are thinking about writing a book maybe not about their life story or about their life story i guess
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, they hate me. So now that I said that, no <laughs> one cares about your life story. So, uh, <laughs> um, you know, I, I I, think people write books for one of three or four reasons. Um, they write a book because it's their passion. They're passionate about a subject. Uh, I think some people write a book because they know it will help them to make a bigger impact on the world. And that also is passion. But they want to reach people with this solution. Um, and I think another reason is people want to make money uh, with their book and, and use their book as a way to grow their platform and attract people into their business. Mm-hmm. And so I'd probably say, you know, before you start writing anything, why don't you, why don't you first think about why you want to write a book in the first place? If you just want to write your story cuz you're passionate about it and you want your great-great-grandkids to read it, that's awesome. Do that. Like do that and don't worry about anything else. Do it. Um if if you want to make an impact on the world, writing your life story is not going to do that, right? Because they don't know who you are and so they're not going to want it. So if you start first with why you're writing your book, I think that'll give you some freedom as to how to go about it and and you know, keeping in mind what the purpose of it is.
0: Yeah. What's the outcome going to be? Yeah. Yep. There you have it. That's our, that's our plaque for the day.
1: <laughs> we always
0: have an excellent, a perfect wall plaque. That's it. That's Rob's plaque right there. Think about what you're doing it for. What's the reason? Yeah. What's the reason? Yeah. Oh, that's so great. Thank you for coming on today to the show, Rob. I, we're just delighted to have you. And I, well, um, my pleasure. <laughs> before we conclude, um, how can we get more connected with your community? How can we follow you? If People think maybe you could help them.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, uh, they can get uh, a free copy of my book at publishpromoteprofit.com. Um, uh, I just ask that they pay shipping so they don't have to pay 20 bucks on Amazon, but we'll ship it to them uh, so they could do that. Or if they want to know more about my company, bestsellerpublishing.org. There's lots of free material and content on there if anybody wants to, you know, uh, check it out and maybe get some help.
0: Okay, that's great. Everybody, check them out. I, I definitely will be there taking a look, and we'll include that in the notes as well for anybody who's interested. But um, thanks again for coming on, Rob. And to our listeners, right on.
1: Thank you, Sheridan.
0: Can you see ways to improve your writing process already? Thanks for joining us on this excellent episode of Am I Right? For more information about the podcast, guests, or upcoming episodes, follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Right on, Word Wizards.